Welcome to Healthy Roots with Amethyst Health, where we're all about exploring the root cause of our disease, illness, conditions and symptoms. Finding ways to support our body, mind and soul through these situations to live a healthier, happy life. My ethos is simple, health and happiness. Welcome to our lockdown series. Hello and welcome to Healthy Roots with Amethyst Health, our lockdown series. I'm Margaret and I'm delighted that you have chosen to join me today. We're in week three of lockdown. How are you doing and how has this time been for you? What have you tried new or what have you gone back to that you know that works well for you? Have you put on your jeans this morning, tried to zip them up? And they're a little bit in tight. If so, this is a really good episode for you. So let's look at all things what it could be. It could be that we're overeating, over drinking. It could be that we're not exercising as much as what we used to because the evenings now have got darker earlier and there's still rubbish on the TV for us. There's still nothing. We're all watching Netflix or reruns of old series that we were interested in the past. So we tend to sit and munch a little bit more and move a little bit less. However, what's what's happening in our own bodies when we're doing that? And today I want to look at the bowel. So bowel movement and a lot of us shy away from it. But as a functional therapist, I am constantly talking bleep <laughs> about our stool and our bowel movement, what it means. So Really, we should be having a bowel movement at least every day, if not twice a day. We don't just eat once every three days. And I know medically they say once every one to two or three days is perfectly fine and normal. And it's not. Not to me. Because if you're eating one to three meals minimum per day, then we should at least have one movement per day to get rid of that excess of what we don't need. What's happening? We're bringing in this beautiful food. Sometimes it's healthy, sometimes it's not. We're bringing it into our body. First of all, the mouth starts to salivate. If you're cooking it, you're thinking about it, the mouth is salivating. For instance, think of a lemon. Think of yourself cutting into that lemon. What happens in your mouth if you really think about it? The juices start to flow in the mouth. And this is where we start to produce a beautiful digestive enzyme called amylase. And amylase helps to break down carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are your pasta, your bread, your potatoes, outside of the vegetables. It's everywhere that there's a carbohydrate. And in most foods, they have a little bit of carbohydrate. So this is where the breakdown starts to happen in the mouth and if we're not producing saliva and we're if we're not producing these taste buds getting excited the first part of our digestion has already been knocked out it's a a, like a knock on effect a domino effect right throughout our entire digestive system when we get the juices going in our mouth and producing these digestive enzymes, that actually gets our stomach going, oh, oh, there's something coming in. I better start producing a little bit more stomach acid. So the stomach acid starts to get a little bit higher and we start to produce um, a digestive enzyme called protease. Protease is our digestive enzyme that breaks down protein. Protein comes in the form of meat, 
of dairy, of beans and lentils, nuts and seeds, any of the derivatives like tofu and soy-based products. So, you know, all of our protein-based foods need to be broken down in the stomach and that's the digestive enzyme that does it. If the amylase wasn't stimulated though and our juices didn't get flowing in our mouth, our stomach doesn't know to produce this protein and to get things going. The other thing here is the stomach acid and stomach acid is so important that our stomach acid actually breaks down the bacteria that is in our food and around our food so it doesn't cause um, disruption to the rest of our system. Now I know a lot of you might say Margaret I have high stomach acid, I suffer with indigestion and heartburn but the indigestion and heartburn that we suffer from can come from either low stomach acid or high stomach acid and the only way that you're going to know yes you can do a litmus test where you you put your saliva on a litmus paper and it tells you whether it's acidic or alkaline or um, a simpler way is to get hydrochloric acid so hcl from your health food store if you take one with your meal your main meal of the day and you eat and the stomach acid gets worse then you have high stomach acid. You put away that HCL and you don't ever take it again and you start taking an alkaline diet um, into your system and into your body. If it is a thing that it doesn't change the indigestion or heartburn that you find when you eat, it means you have low stomach acid. And what I would do with each meal is increase one tablet extra at each meal and seeing when you get to a stage where your stomach acid, you don't have digest indigestion or heartburn after you eat. Now, there's many other attributes. You could be on medication. Um, it can be a disease or a symptom of something else going on in the body. This is simplicity and we're going at it from a much simpler angle here. And it's not self-diagnosing. You are just giving yourself the knowledge and information you need to get to the root cause of these symptoms rather than just taking an antacid um, or a remedy to help with the, the indigestion or heartburn. Certainly, there's loads of natural remedies that can help with that. Avogel do a lovely one called Centorium and that helps with stomach acid as well. So as we work down through the body, if your stomach acid and your protease, the digestive enzyme in your stomach, hasn't been activated, then as you go down through the small bowel and the large bowel, by the time the food hits here, it's still too, too whole, it hasn't been broken down, and then we get bloating, and then we may get constipated, or opposite, we may have diarrhea, because the food is hitting our bowel in such a fast way, or in a way that's not fully digested. And when we're in the bowel, it's so important that our liver is working properly because our bowel sends over to the liver any toxins from the food we may have taken in. And toxins can come from carrots as well, not just from chocolate or from alcohol. You know, it can come from our good nutritious food as well because there's always parts our body can't digest or the soil it's grown in, even when it's organic. So our, our bowel will still send properties and nutrients over to the liver to break down for us where does that come back to back into the lower bowel so we can excrete it so 
I talked about um, our liver when I was talking about our solar plexus in the chakra series and in my first series where a little glass of water, warm water, cool down in the morning with a squeeze of lemon will kickstart our liver and keep our liver working. Now, a lot of people say to me, oh, Margaret, I have high stomach acid. I can't take uh, lemon. Well, in actual fact, lemon sitting in front of us, yes, is acidic. But when we put lemon into our bodies and it mixes with our stomach acid, it becomes alkaline. So don't worry if you have a high stomach acid or suffer with indigestion or heartburn. The lemon won't affect that. So the lemon is kickstarting. Now there's loads of nutrients like milk thistle that is really good. Works on four phases of the liver for detoxification. Great if you've had a little um, too much or you've overindulged, not just in the alcohol, but with food. It actually helps to kickstart the liver and flush out four phases of the liver. So back over to the bowel, the food or the nutrient or the toxin is sent back to the bowel for the bowel to excrete it. If the bowel's not moving, how on earth is this toxin meant to get out? And do you know that the other toxins such as excess hormones, cholesterol, all have to be released in the bowel? They can't get out any other way of our body, mind or soul. It has to go through the bowel. So it's so important that the bowel is moving. And remember, the bowel is a muscle. So a little bit of walking, a little bit of exercise, you know, and if you're confined and you can't get out, you've had surgery or um, you just can't move, physically as in walking then do other exercises when you're lying down if you can do pelvic lifts and and dropping down onto your bed gently if you can get the legs moving up and down in a cycle movement when you're lying on your back um, or to get a family member or friend to help you do that for everybody else if you could do a gentle walk and remember everything I recommend I'm not medically qualified this is going on all my own trainings there's scientific proof here for all of this as well so please if you're taking any medication or if you're going through any illness in your life always connect in with your doctor or your pharmacist before changing or taking any supplements so movement is so important for our bowel because our bowel is a muscle and needs movement to get movement going. Also, like our plants, if we don't water them regularly, the soil goes rigid and you could pick up that plant and the whole soil will come out with it. Our bowel is the same, so we need the water, the fluid, be it herbal teas, juices, smoothies, soups and water coming through to keep the movement going as well and keep it supple so it's easier to move it's not getting stuck and a lot of us drink um, too much tea and coffee and the caffeine in our tea and coffee actually dehydrates us so when you're having that cup of beautiful coffee or tea in the morning please have a little glass of water with it because that'll help rehydrate the body and you're still getting the benefits of your tea and coffee and that joy that you receive from it as well so looking at the bowel movement you know it should be with ease it, there shouldn't be any pressure or stress so having that little step or stool that you may have used for your kids when they were younger and being potty trained or like me going to my brother's or sister's or friend's house where they've had kids and I see the little step inside and I smile. Placing that step under your feet as you sit on the toilet or on the throne and it brings the knees up, sit with a straight spine if you can, it drops the, the bum down into the toilet bowl and this actually puts your bowel in the perfect position to allow the bowel movement gently and you're helping rather than pushing. So this is really important 
important to do. Remembering the bowel is all about old emotions and holding on to old emotions. So doing talk therapy, using remedies such as um, Yann de Vries bowel essence helps with the emotion of the bowel and releasing. Using fibrous based fruits and vegetables is great but if you have a problem breaking those down you may get bloated from it. It's usually the outside of it, the cellulose or in supplement form we call it the fructo oligosaccharides. This is the sugars on the outside of that fruit and vegetable that may feel, make us feel bloated. So going in here with a, a probiotic or using kefir, uh, your sauerkraut miso is really good in food, food format but using a, a good probiotic from your health food store is a great way to put the good bacteria back into the gut. Remembering that 60%, 60% of your immune system is around your gut lining. So if you get colds and flus a lot, maybe looking at your digestive system would be a good thing as well because we need to feed the gut for our immune system to be healthy. So really important there as well. So from zipping up those jeans, can you see how bowel movement, we hold two to three kilos of feces in our bowel at any one time. So having those that zip tighten um, as you try to put on your clothes in the morning time can simply be looking at the bowel and it's not always about weight loss, it's about what we're holding onto and how we can release it. So if you're squeamish, turn off now. If not and you want to dig a little bit deeper, when you have that bowel movement just looking in the toilet does that stool float if it floats it means you're not absorbing your fats so the fats are the good fats that we need for brain health for cholesterol lowering for hormones for skin it works on so many different areas in the body so if we're not absorbing it our stool is floating and we need to look at that if it's sinking to the bottom Brilliant. You're absorbing all your food and it's great. If there's a strong pungent smell, it means there's fermentation going on. So something in your diet is fermenting in your gut and you're not able to digest it and push along. So it sits there a little bit longer. So being aware of that. Also the colours. If it's pale, um, if it's mid, mid brown is a really good colour. If it's dark, um, like dark chocolate, it's too dark and there may be um, nutrients that are not agreeing with your system or if it's very dark make sure that you check with your your gp um that there's no blood in the stool as well and if you are seeing blood in the stool straight to the gp and talk to them about that because in the bowel health and bowel movement there should be no blood so if it's very dark what have i eaten have i had beetroot had you a glass of guinness um, or wine, this will red wine, this will all make the bowel movement dark as well. If you haven't, then off you go and check with your GP, making sure everything is good with bowel health. If it's paler in colour, you're probably not um, absorbing your nutrients once again and looking at the overall diet and what you're consuming. Bowel transit time is a big thing as well um, to figure out, are you constipated or are things moving through too fast? So sweet corn and beetroot are two great um, nutrients here or foods to use to check this out. So we'll go with the sweet corn. You take it, look at the time, 
take note of the time and then take note of the time of when you see it in your bowel movement. Sweet corn isn't able to be digested by our human digestive system. So it comes out as it's gone in. It's yellow in colour. It's bright. It's easier to see in your bowel movement. So by eating that and uh, checking the time of going in and coming out. So if it comes out before uh, the 12 to 14 hours, it's moving through the system too fast. So we need to look at that, slowing down the system, um, using nutrients to do that. If it's moving too slowly, so it's after 36 hours, 48 hours, we're very highly constipated here, holding on to things. And again, this is toxins going back into our system. Lots to think about and pardon the pun, lots to digest. So I will leave you thinking about that and mulling over that and um, just taking note of what's going on and what you've changed in this lockdown to help promote a healthy bowel and uh, or what have you been doing that is discouraging natural and regular bowel movement. On that note, I wish you a wonderful, healthy and happy day. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Chat really soon. Health and happiness. Thank you for joining me on our Healthy Roots with Amethyst Health lockdown series. Thank you so much for liking, sharing, commenting and even rating my podcast. I really appreciate it. I look forward to connecting with you on my next episode. If there's a topic you'd like me to cover, please do let me know. To find out more about me and what I offer here at Amethyst Health, pop over to my webpage amethysthealth.ie. Health and happiness!